0: Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to 3 Discover and enjoy.
1: Hello everybody, thank you for listening to Smart Creation the podcast. Today we are at Premiere Vision and I'm lucky to speak with Kevin Germanier, he's the founder of the brand Germanier. Hello Kevin. Hi, how are you? Very good and you
2: I'm good, thank you.
1: So what are you doing at Premiere Vision?
2: Uh, We just had a talk with uh, Fédération de la Haute Couture et de la Motte
1: about innovation and sustainability. Great. That's our topic today. Um, Before starting my uh, interview, could you please introduce yourself and your brand, please? Uh, So my name is Kevin Germanier. As you said, I have my own brand
2: name Germanier. I'm turning 28 uh, this Sunday um and i used to be a junior designer at uh, louis vuitton mm-hmm. but i was lucky enough to be supported by alexandre capelli from um LVMH sustainability department to uh, do my own um, presentation during Paris Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. And uh, Natalie Kingham from Matches Fashion just came and bought everything. That's really how Germany started because I was still working at Louis Vuitton at that time. So yeah, Uh, I studied at Central Saint Martins in London Mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's
1: it. Excellent. Um, My first question uh, is... What does it mean, according to you, sustainable fashion? Uh,
2: that's a very tricky question because mm. nowadays sustainable, sustainability, eco-friendly, all those words mm. are overused. And I feel like the, the essence of the meaning is getting a little bit faded, mm. if, if that makes sense. For me, sustainability is anything that doesn't harm the ecosystem or it could be the human, it could be the nature, uh, anything really, and um, that is um, part of a
1: cycle. Mm. That's 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 your definition. That's my definition. Okay, and to what extent Germany is sustainable? So what we are trying to do with
2: uh, Germainier is that basically, I can, if I am explaining my goal, maybe mm-hmm. it will make sense and yeah. answer your question. Um, I. Was thinking the woman that wants to look glamorous, feminine, mm. sexy, mm. but she still wants to be eco-friendly. Where where does she shop? Where does she go? And that's why I came with a solution with Germanier. Um, what we're doing with Germanier uh, not only our fabrics, our sequins, our um, beads, but also the lining, the mm. zips, the buttons. Um, everything is at end of stock. Or it 's upcycled, but what I 'm also trying to do with Germany is to build a healthy, sustainable business. Not only our products are sustainable, but mm. also my business is sustainable. Mm. What I mean by that is that we do not hire interns because um, they are I want them to be paid if mm. you work my brand you mm. getting paid mm. uh, a good amount that you can live sustainably mm-hmm. um the woman is paid the same amount as the men or you know all those kind of very for me it's just obvious mm. but those kind of obvious choices uh, that you have to make when you start a business i just wanted to make sure they're healthy and sustainable as mm. well
1: mm. that's amazing but uh I mean, starting a brand, starting a new business, um, it's, it's very difficult. And how do you do? Explain us how do you do to, to be aligned with your value? Uh, how do you pay your interns? How do you pay all those um, fabric that can cost uh, uh, a lot of money? Um, at the end of the day, I mean, we are in business to make money. How do you, how or can you be profitable starting a business and, and be sustainable as, at the same time? Um, it's a lot
2: of challenges, a mm-hmm. lot of limitation. It's most of the time very frustrating. Yeah. But um, I've been raised by a dad that works in the army, so I'm ready <laughs> to fight, if that makes sense. Uh, no, on a serious note, I think I see my job as it's my passion. So for me I don't mind sourcing fabric from it could be from Shanghai from Hong Kong from Marché Saint-Pierre in Paris um now we have brands that are reaching out to us to give us fabrics so we're in a very lucky position now mm. but I totally agree with what you're saying that starting a own business is very tricky it's mm. scary mm. it's difficult but as I said earlier Germanier um started very organically. Yeah. I I didn't want to have my own brand so Germanier is not focusing on the growth on a fast growth. We are growing slowly but surely, mm. which is a very Swiss approach of mm. business. But um yeah i'm trying to find an answer to your question i think it's just hard work yep. and i'm just over it hearing people saying oh it's hard i'm not gonna do it just make it work mm. give yourself the tools to make it work mm. maybe in the beginning it's not going to be perfect but you are already working on something that is close to your heart and mm. that
1: you believe in mm. therefore people will join the team yeah, yeah. definitely i agree with you um you know, you, your, your business model is, is quite disruptive actually because usually a young designer create prototypes, uh, show its collection uh, to the press and to the buyers and produce it and the next season they restart again. Can you tell us a little bit more what you do exactly? Um, so. There's a misconception
2: about what Germania is because it's very dramatic, it's mm. very colourful, we're using Swarovski, so people tend to think it's couture, but it's ready to wear, actually, mm. if you want to buy a 25 uh, t shirt the same, as long as I have the fabric, yeah. uh, I can do it. Um I work the other way around. At school, they teach you, you do your mood board, then you have your color palette. From your mm-hmm. color palette, you go shopping. Mm-hmm. You could go to Première Vision to find your fabric. What I do is the opposite. I find my fabric, I find my Swarovski, I find my trash, my waste, mm-hmm. and then I ask all my team to come, and we are making... um combination Mm -hmm. like this red velvet will go well with this color swarovski Mm -hmm. that we have it's literally what we are finding from what we are finding we are making um mood board and then we have our color palette from that mood board so the trash is our inspiration every season every season we don't know what we're where we're going Mm -hmm. but once again that's what i said before I love those limitations. It just yeah. makes me more creative, mm-hmm. and I'm a designer. My job is to find design
1: solution, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. So just make it work. Yeah. So your brand is very much um, logoted I don't know. Do you say it? But uh, very branded, sustainable. Uh, but what else are you? You are so many, so many more things now. Uh what do you mean about the product or about yeah. what we're standing for? The DNA of uh, what ah, you the stand DNA for. of Germany. Yeah.
2: What do we stand for? So our woman is um glitzy, shiny, <laughs> colorful, sexy yet sustainable i never say that i'm sustainable yeah. actually i never use this as a marketing tool mm-hmm. never ever but people love to put labels mm-hmm. you know it, it's just our society we need to know is he gay is he straight is it a sustainable brand or is it not sustainable yeah. i like that Black example white, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's just so people call me an upcycler sure for me it's just the obvious way yeah. of working um, so what what I was saying is that she's stealing the show um, and we work, we are quite known because we are making very glamorous and evening wear, a lot okay. of evening wear yeah. at Germanier. and uh, as I said, when you look at my brand, it doesn't look like what you think a brand, sustainable brand should look like. Mm. It's not a linen, cotton, t-shirt saying stop killing the planet you know mm. it's quite aggressive this mm. kind of t-shirt so we're just we are very naive and yeah. very colorful and then okay yeah
1: great so you've been in uh, in both big companies and, uh, and very small companies um according to you how can the fashion industry accelerate its revolution uh
2: Prior to this podcast, we literally were talking about it very, um, like casually. And I, I think I'm going to say what I told you yeah. before. I think my situation and my opinion is divided into mm. because I was at Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. I was working in a company where the money is good. You can be very creative. Mm. Um, when there's a lot of money, you can, ch- it's easier to make decision because you can support your decision. Mm. However, something that the common person doesn't know about any LVMH brand is that there's a very strong and difficult and complex hierarchy. Mm. If you want to change one thing, if you want to change all the plastic cups by Um, a recyclable, uh, sustainable cups, it will take ages because you're not only changing it to Louis Vuitton, Mm. you have to change it to all the LVMH companies as well. That it makes sense, Mm. you know. So it's, it's, it sounds easy, but it's actually not. And I tend to say, Oh, it's very difficult. I'm a young brand, it's Mm. very small. Uh, it's difficult to change the stuff, but actually it's easier. Yes, we have less money, yeah. but we're only changing stuff in my studio <laughs> that is like 50 square meter in Paris. Mm. So, you know, it's it's like, it's a tricky question. Mm. How can we exci- ex- accelerate? Make it, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking we should not make it, we should not rush. Mm. Good things takes time. mm mm-hmm. Um, And it will go there eventually. And I'm sure nowadays, because sustainability is everywhere and it's uh, used as a marketing tool, people are getting more aware of it and Mm. people will find other solution to solve the problem. Mm. So I'm quite optimistic, I think. We're getting there. We're not going to change in two years, that's for Mm. sure. Mm. It Mm. will take maybe 10 years to change Mm. everything, 20 years,
1: who knows, but we're getting there. Mm what inspires you the most at the moment uh, when it comes to sustainability i think I'll, and
2: there will always be the same answer it's the trash that i'm finding yeah. i i like to call them trash mm-hmm. because it's quite um an intense word um mm-hmm. but for me they're the most precious it's it's like it's like a pirate and you see you find a treasure you know it's mm. it's it's really something that i I see every season. I find myself always so inspired going shopping for trash. Mm. So I think yeah, that's
1: why I like about sustainability <laughs> is that you never know what you will find. Yeah. What is the reaction of uh, your clients uh, when they realize that everything's coming from trash? I think the best reaction I have is that if you look at my product and
2: then you're like, "Oh, is that sustainable?" Mm-hmm. Therefore, I I win mm. because you are liking something, you're liking a product, Mm. it's aesthetic, without knowing it's sustainable. Mm. And for me, that's That's how it should be. Mm. It should be an obvious way of making products. Mm. We're talking about fashion now because obviously I'm a fashion brand, but it could be furniture, Mm. it could be a packaging or something like that, you know, it could be anything. It could Mm. be a house. Now we have so many uh, solutions to build a Mm. house in a sustainable way. So I just think... By always talking about it, we are making it weird. By not talking about it, I just say to my client, that's that's the normal way of consuming Germanies. that is sustainable, Mm. period. Mm. It's a very Swiss approach,
1: (laughs) very (laughs) neutral approach. Do you have any KPIs maybe to monitor um, your evolution when it comes to sustainability and your growth and your progression? Do I have any 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 KPIs? Yeah. Um. um.
2: I don't. I honestly I go day by day. Yeah. So I think we were talking before with uh, Spencer Phipps yeah. and Emily from Bode. Actually, the key for us is not to rush. Mm-hmm. Once again, we are going day by day. Mm-hmm. Growth for me is the words that makes me yeah. a little bit like. Shaking, because mm. I'm like, oh my God, we, we're growing. But we'll find a way to make it. I, I cannot answer this question because I don't know what technologies will come along the way. Mm. I don't know what are the material that I will find mm. next season. But I'm very optimistic and I'm very lucky to be surrounded by very key people that are very smart and kind and I'm sure they will help me find a solution. Like I'm not alone. Yeah. And
1: it's a very it's a good feeling. Mm. Yeah. What is your, your vision for Jean Manier in the coming years and where where do you see your biggest challenges?
2: Growth. Yeah. Uh
1: sourcing it's
2: easy to source trash because it's everywhere. Mm. Uh, I think growth and to make sure that my product will always be Um, qualitative. Mm. Like, if at any point in my career uh, I find myself in a store and I see one of our dress that is badly made, I will feel so embarrassed. Mm. I really want to make sure every single product from Germanier is qualitative and that it will last forever, Mm. hopefully, you know, Mm. because I'm talking about sustainability. So if it's a dress that broke after one time you wear it doesn't make sense. So growth is scaring me in the sense that it will be more, um, difficult to manage a team or to, to, to manage production sourcing, everything is related to growth. But once again, I'm very optimistic because I'm, we're not growing like in, in in one season, we sell for two millions. Mm. you know it's it's really like it's getting s- it's getting slowly, mm. it's a slow growth. yeah I, I kind of like keep telling you the same thing that I've been <laughs> telling you before, but um yeah, that's how that's the biggest challenges, yeah and for the fashion industry, biggest challenges. I think people are not patient enough. I'm not a patient person. (laughs) I need to see a result straight away. So it's very weird for me to say that. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually calling myself right now, you need to be patient. Because it will take so much time. Because we talk about fashion, but it's linked to much more than that. It's linked to politics, to... Um, social decision to wherever you are located in the world, like mm. the Asian, uh, market is not the same as American market, or it's also linked something very silly, but like the packaging, mm. uh, it's linked. If you want to change the packaging, you should also change the way you ship your clothes, mm. the way we consume fashion. So everything is linked together mm. for me, which is the biggest, um, issue is that everything is linked so if you change one thing it will affect all the other thing you know Mm. so yeah I would say just be patient yeah also something okay now is my time to be a little bit more aggressive Mm. less talking more action Mm -hmm. I see all those those um, uh, how do you say workshop and talk about environmental issues but I need to see actions now. We've been talking
1: about it for so long. Mm. So let let's act. Let's move, yeah. Yeah. What do you want to close the door to in the industry? No more talking. <laughs> no more talking.
2: <laughs> more action, please. <laughs> no more bullshit. <laughs> <motion. laughs> yeah. yeah. Where
1: do you look at to get inspired? I know the answer already no? <laughs> trash trash
2: <laughs> you see it's it's quite an easy model to understand yeah definitely. yeah you, you
1: could already join the team <laughs> yeah. in whatever industry um yeah, in whatever industry do you look at to get inspired because i I think there's quite a few industries that are more advanced compared to fashion now um,
2: I used to want to be an architect, so i'm quite. Inspired and I, yeah. I love technology. Um, so there's some building materials that I find are genius, but I have to say I love video games. Mm-hmm. And if I look at the technology, it could be from Apple, from Samsung, like any, any new technology, very tech, very mm-hmm. gadgety, mm-hmm. that, that really inspires me. Right.
1: Yeah. What is the last piece of clothes you bought? Oh my God.
2: I think the last time I was shopping was like... In
1: 1997.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I'm stealing clothes from my dad. Yeah. Or I'm wearing my mom's jeans. So, you know, I think the last... I p- know, oh, it was socks. Mm. Because I had holes, so I had to yeah. change them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Where did you buy it?
2: Oh, God. Uh, I bought them. Actually, I'm a liar, because I didn't buy them. I stole them <laughs> from my friend. <laughs> And she bought it from H&M. Shame on me, but yeah,
1: I I I stole them from her. Yeah, oh, black okay. socks. Who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Dead or alive?
2: Um, alive is based. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, maybe in the ideal world. Oh, you should, if we are going very fashion fashion, you should interview Anna Wintour.
1: Yeah about sustainability right? yeah let's go let's just go for her yeah yeah yeah. let's go if you could or introduce Bernard Arnault no. Bernard no. Yeah, that would be great yeah. yeah Bernard if you listen to us yeah <laughs> thank you so much Kevin thank it was you. a pleasure to have you take Th- care bye bye thank you
0: thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end if you want to support this initiative subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow Just click on the subscribe button, rate it 5 stars and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion.